What I've learned over my time of being diagnosed bipolar, um, honestly, is that we can be doing everything right and something might go wrong. It's not our fault. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that just happens and we have to deal with it. We have to cope and we have to find a way to move forward. That is what I was facing. And at the same time, I'm celebrating my successes and little things, the, the small stuff. And I'm very excited to see where things go next, but also a part of me is worried and nervous and I keep getting pangs of anxiety. But I want to add that my mood has been stellar and it has been above low and it's been consistent. And that's what I talk about in this podcast Um, I share where I'm at with you. I rant a little bit. I get a little emotional like I always do. Krista, Krista, Krista. Um, But all in all, I'm honest and I tell you of my experience. So I hope that you have a good listen. I hope that something I say helps or resonates. And I hope you know that you're not alone. Listen in. Here stands Season 2, Episode 4 of Imbue Podcast. This is just a rant. This is just a conversation. This is just me telling you all where I'm at. Um, And it's a completely honest conversation. I withhold a little bit, and that's honest too, because I'm not ready to fully talk about something. But I just wanted to share what I was going through and how I've been doing um, of late. And just have a little bit of a rant. Listen in. Hey, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, This is just a rant. Um, Just a conversation. Just maybe a little bit of venting. um, And maybe a bit of an informational. I just wanted to talk about how I've been doing and what I've been going through. Um, I've actually been doing wonderfully. And I've been feeling a lot more like myself like for the first time in a really long time, feeling feminine again, feeling sexy again, liking what I see when I look in the mirror, feeling like I'm present, feeling like I'm here. Um, I've been feeling like me. Um, And of course, when, as soon as you start to feel like yourself, as soon as everything's going well, as soon as you, you know, you, you feel at the top of the world, like you've been doing everything right, there's some kind of drawback. There's something that comes up that makes things harder, that makes things harder to deal with. And my answer to that, and for what I would say for you guys, keep going, keep strong. Don't compromise on living that good life and I say that and I mean that. Don't stop trying to be happy. Don't stop. I know it's easy to. I know it's freaking hard when you, like I said, you're doing, I'm going to get emotional, but when you're doing everything right and something messes up, whether you go into mania or you go into hypomania or you go into a depressive episode or let's just say something outside of yourself just messes up and that sends you for a whirl. There's always something. 
There's always going to be something. That is life. It comes out of left field sometimes. But you can always cope. You can always cope. That's kind of what I'm learning now. I'm in a place where I have to make a decision as to whether I just cope or do I go for the quality of life part of it. And the quality part, quality part of life part of it includes a little bit more medication. A little bit more medication. Um, and I can't decide because on the other, on one side, my quality of life has been fantastic until I got this little drawback. It's been fantastic. Like I said, I've, I've been feeling like myself again. I've been feeling attractive. I've been feeling sexy. I've been feeling like a woman. I've been feeling good. I've been, I have a great routine, a great regime. Like I'm doing damn good. I'm so excited about it. I can laugh. I can joke. I, I can prevent myself from going into low mood because right now I'm sad. But I'm not even in low mood. I, I am sad, but I'm not depressed. And I, I said this the other day that that's beautiful because I'm not in an extreme. And like, I guess it's because I've been having so many endorphins pumping through me from jogging and from doing yoga that it just, it's just worked out that way. But on the other end of things, it's like, do I want to be dealing with this? Do I want to have to cope with this? Or do I want it to just go away? And that is the trouble that I'm having with the decision that I have to make. And it's such a small, just one little pill. It's such a seemingly small decision to make. And seemingly such an easy one to make. Oh, of course, you don't want it to happen at all. And it has to do with a, with a, a part of bipolar, which is, or bipolar 1, which is psychosis. It is something that... is something that I've dealt with before. It's something that I know very well. But it's also something that I don't want to deal with. I'll be upfront and honest. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to have to cope with it. I want it to be gone, but I, I want my quality of life. But that's on both sides. I want to feel like me. I reached out to my psychiatrist about this change and um, and I just I'm waiting for her to message me back or not message me back to call me back. I'm desperate to speak with her because I want to know what her thoughts and her point of view is on it. I want to know how she feels about it because I can't make this decision. 
And with this thing that happened, and I know I'm being super cryptic right now, um, but I gave you, I gave you the Coles notes, you know, but with this thing that happened, I, I've dealt with it before, but in a different way where I thought it was a good thing. But now on the flip side of this, I see and now know that it, it, that it isn't and that it wasn't. When I was deluded and I was manic, I thought it was a fantastic thing. And oddly enough, it worked to my advantage as well. Which is strange because I used to do tarot readings for people and I would know things. Um, and I would leverage this particular thing. It was like an instinct almost. Um, and I would and I'd get it right a lot of the time. I was telling somebody earlier, I did a reading once and... Um, I asked this woman, I said, there's something about a Sandy. And she said, Sandy's my friend. She's been trying to get me back in the dating pool. She set me up on a date. Um, another, another instance was I did a reading for a couple. And uh, they didn't tell me what it was about, not until I got there. And they didn't tell me when I got there. I said, I shuffled some cards. Because I, I used to do tarot, like I said. And I ended up getting the Queen of Cups and the Queen of Wands, I think it was. And I went down there and I said, so it seems to me, and I was perfectly confident, I said, it seems to me like you are asking me to come here, you're asking me here today uh, regarding a younger female and a male in your family. And they were just like, what? I even did another, I guess, final, final thing. I did another reading and um, I pointed out to somebody that they had a traumatic event happen to them with a specific, with a, with a man when they were younger. And there's no way I could know that. And I was right. And I was completely right. Um, sadly, sadly enough, but like I said, I used to leverage this. I thought it was some kind of divine gift. Um... I even used to do readings for my grandmother, which I, I now feel really sad about for her because I thought they were real. And I, I had the I had the proof. I had the pudding, the, the proof in the pudding. You know, um, but this particular thing is not great. It's different now. Um, and I just feel so, I feel really frustrated. I feel very much like I've come so far and I've taken the right steps. I've done the right things, but there's a drawback. And I don't know what to do about it. It leaves me at a crossroads. And the answer seems to be pretty straightforward, right? It's not good, so deal with it. Don't just cope with it. Deal with it.
but on one hand, if I deal with it, what is that going to do to me and who I am and me finally being me again? What's going to happen to that because I treasure that now? You know, Seroquel is a funny thing. Um, that's the one little pill I'm talking about. It's a funny thing. It can give you tardive dyskinesia. I always say the word wrong, but, you know, involuntary movements. I'm on the lowest dose of it right now. Well, second lowest dose. And, um... the solution would be to increase that. But then more involuntary movements. I'm very sensitive to antipsychotics. Then more then less of me. And I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to lose the, the me that I've just recently found again. I wish that I could ask you all, what would you do? What, you know, what decision would you make? Because I'm having trouble making the right one right now. And I don't know which one the right one is. And the weird thing is, right now I'm happy to be crying because I am just sad. And I'm not depressed. And I'm not low mood. I feel like right now, like, I feel like I've stabilized so well. You know, during my recovery, I, I, I've stabilized so well recently. Like, I've been like this for maybe two weeks, it feels like. And... I feel human again. Anybody ever get to that spot where you feel human again? Where you feel you? You hold on to that with, like, for dear life. It's not a, it's not a state that you ever want to let go of. And that's where I'm at. It's not a state that I want to let go of. I love feeling like me. I love not feeling numb. I love having my reward center and being able to have dopamine come into my, my, my brain. But, but there's a quality of life aspect that I do have to consider. And on the flip side of that, because it clearly made me super emotional, uh, <laughs> That's what I love about these honest conversations. Um, they made me super emotional. But on the flip side of that, I've been doing, like I said, really well. I've I noticed I gained a little bit of weight from my medication, so I started to jog. I took up jogging. I've been, I think, for since I've gotten my shoes, because I didn't have any sneakers. Um, I think since I've gotten my sneakers, I've went every morning so far. Uh, to go jogging. Uh, I went outside for the first time with my mom today. I noticed that my legs kind of lock up. 
um, on well, the left side, which I'm pretty sure is a lithium thing, um, that once um, my body gets going, I get moving, and lactic acid keeps building up, that my my leg locks out a little bit, so I'm going to have to stretch that out a little bit more. Oh my gosh, so much saliva. Um, and I go downstairs and I jog on the treadmill too if I don't go outside. I got headphones as well, so I'm super, super pumped and they're good. Even though I already had headphones, I just couldn't find them in the house. <laughs> so I brought new ones. Um, excuse me, I have to... Oh my goodness, just so much saliva. I ate a whole bunch of salt and vinegar chips the other day. <clears throat> like a whole bunch of them, so my tongue is all like salt and vinegared up, basically. And it's just not... It's not conducting saliva very well. It's just all pouring down, so... <laughs> I have to swallow like every two seconds, but, <clears throat> excuse me, and apparently there's a phlegm buildup, but, um, you know, other than that, I've been doing really well, um, I, I, and I got back into, because I had, when I had my depressive episode, I just, I stopped doing yoga for a little bit, I've gotten back into doing it every single day, I went to a class the other day and did a restorative yoga, yoga class, which was, it was okay, um, it was fun. Honestly, I'm just happy to go to the studio most of the time. I'm just happy to be there. I'm like that person that's just like, I'm just really happy and enthused to be here. Um, that's me. I'm just happy I was invited to the party, aka by membership. Um, and one thing that I want to point out too, a big thing for me is um, the other day I painted my toenails um, just on a whim out of nowhere. Um, I just, like, took quick, I took a quick break and just looked down, painted one foot, looked down, painted the other foot, and, like, I haven't wanted to do that and do anything that make my, or to beautify, beautify myself in a really long time, um, and I still haven't gotten the hair thing down, like, how to style my hair, really, like, I, I, I style it, and it's, it goes into little curls, and it's, it's super cute, um, but I can't do it like my barber does. I, I don't know what he does or how he does it, but I can't do it. And it, it still pisses me off. <laughs> um, but um, I've I've been doing really well. And if, this is probably going to be way like too like TMI for everyone. But I shaved. Um, I hadn't shaved for a really, really long time. Uh, the last time I did is when I came back from the hospital. And I was still staying in the halfway house. And, um, and I'm talking about everything, guys everything um I I shaved um but like I remember that 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 time and I was just like a werewolf and it took me so long and I didn't want to do it and I did a really crappy job of it and the razor I was using was really awful um but I bought a new one um a, a good one from this company called Joy that I really like um and I did my armpits I did my legs I did my bleep uh, I'm just joking I wouldn't I wouldn't swear I would I would call it something like my nuka nuka or something like that but I did everything I, I just wanted to share that with everyone I'm so sorry for anybody who's listening who's like oh my god what have I gotten myself into yes this is the podcast I'm very honest um besides me not telling you what I was upset about um, I, I guess for myself like and that's where I'm honest too I'm not ready to discuss that with everyone um, I, I just really wanted to give an update how, on how I was doing, uh, but, like, that was, that's something that makes me very emotional, um, but I'm still, 
I'm still doing well. Um, I'm still doing very well. Um, I've also started um, some tra- some training, some uh, certification classes. Um, from I'm doing a course on Course Era for Google and another one for Skillshop on Google to get Google certified. Um, Google certified, pardon me, saliva. Um, and I um, am I'm thinking of starting my business up again, but doing it a little bit of a different way. Um, I was a management consultant slash virtual assistant before, and um, I had one client and I worked for him exclusively. Um, Right now I work full time, um, so I would have to be doing it after hours. So the way that I'm thinking of starting this up is doing something where I do data entry, uh, word processing, more freelance, um, and things that I can do in my own time. I'm, I'm, I know I'm, sounds, it might sound like I'm taking on a lot, but I like keeping busy and I really want to better myself right now. And that's why I'm doing the courses. Um, I would really love to get a Google certification so I can add it to my resume and add it to my list of things that I do and ultimately use it for my business. Um, but I'm also able to watch other shows other than the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I've felt a lot better about going outside and, feel less shame and less, I guess, fear of running into somebody. Um, I've been really good with that. I've been planning things too. Like I wrote a list because I love lists. Oh, I love lists. Um, lists. Sorry. I just like saying it like that. Um, I love lists. Um, I wrote a list about things that I wanted to do this summer. And one side was just things like casual and the other side was things like events. So I'm going to Pride this year. Um, it's been decided. Um, I just have to figure out the logistics around that. Casual things are like going up the street to the Starbucks and having a strawberry frappuccino, oat milk, please, um, <laughs> um, and just hanging out by myself and taking a book to read on a nice summer day. Um, even like just just casual things like that, taking myself to dinner because I used to do that a lot, and I think it's important to do things like that um, and to treat yourself the way that you would want to be treated. Um, I've considered dating again. Um, I'm not sure, so I'm six months into my recovery. Um, I'm not sure fully yet. I'm definitely not joining any dating apps. I haven't wanted to. Um, But I've wanted to explore dating. I joined a speed dating, an online speed dating thing. So on meetup.com, so I'm going to see how that goes. Um, Pardon me if I'm talking a little fast. I'm just a little bit excited. But no, I'm not manic. I'm okay. Um, But I have just been taking up some things and and trying new things and making making lists and stuff about stuff that I want to do because I've been so... I've held myself captive if I'm going to be completely honest. And I've been really hard on myself about things that I did when I was deluded. I've made amends with a lot of people. Um, I, I really have. And I've, I've worked hard at that. I've worked hard on myself. And I've been doing really well. So I think that I deserve to have a good summer and to enjoy myself. And that's what I'm trying to, to do. And um, good news is... I guess, I guess I'm on the dog front, a little update. Um, my taxes are almost done. Um, so, um, I should be, because the taxes were one of the things I had to do to, 
to um to get my application in essentially but they're almost done getting closer um my dog's doing very well he's having a good time he's getting walks and not just being uh ran outside because he does have a lot of energy um and i'm gonna see him sooner than later i know that for a fact and um i'm really looking forward to it but ultimately um i've been doing really well and I want to say yoga has been serving me really, really well and has been very helpful through all this time and um, it's also been helping with my femininity and me feeling more feminine and feeling more comfortable and not comfortable in my skin. I'm, I've always been pretty comfortable in my skin, especially before when I was diluted and stuff, um, but I stopped being for a bit when I stopped being myself. Um, so it's been really helping with that and um the jogging has made me feel really empowered um i don't know if anybody's spiritual but um it's really helped with my masculine energy and so has well and on the opposite side um yoga has helped with my feminine energy pardon for the the background noise um and it's been making me feel a lot more balanced and whole, um, Jesus, all the noise you guys can, you can think of, sorry about that, but, um, I've just been feeling more like me, and like I said, I've been sad, but I've not gone into a depressive episode, I've been anxious, but I've not gone into a depressive episode or a low mood state, and I'm really, I'm really proud of that about, or for myself, so, yeah, that's my update and I guess my little rant. I, I like to do these conversations every once in a while where I just kind of vent or or just talk to you guys and let me let you know how I'm doing because we can talk about coping mechanisms and yoga and all sorts of things um, and topics that can like you know help you in your in your day to day but at the same time, you know what also helps you in your day-to-day? Hearing how someone else is doing in their day-to-day. Because at the same time, it can give us hope that there is a silver lining or a light at the end of the tunnel to all of this. And I think that there, in some way, always is. I think it's so cyclical. But sometimes when we're in depressive episodes or we're low mood we can't see that and it feels like this is how it's always been you know and um it's not the case um so I have to tell myself that too with what I've been dealing with and I have to trust in myself that I'll make the right decision um and that I can confide in my psychiatrist and and my mother and my friends because I'm giving you guys a shout out right now. You know who you are. Um, you two amazing people. Um, one of you, you have a podcast and I think you're freaking amazing. Um, let me just, you know what? I want to say this black and bipolar, please check it out. It's a great podcast. Um, Tony's amazing and she's such a kind soul and such a good person. And it's, it comes through in the podcast, but you, when you speak to her, you really, you really find that out. And the other one, I I don't know that you would want to be shouted out, but 
Um, all I'm gonna say is gotta catch them all. You fucking rock. Um, thank you so much. Like, it's so important to have support when you're in situations like we get in, like, as bipolar people or as people with mental health, um, mental health or mental health illnesses, mental illnesses, um, it's so important to find somebody that will be able to understand you and not only understand you, but show compassion in a way that is familiar. Um, and this compassion, sorry for all the noise, um, this compassion, it comes off in a way that it's so, it's knowing. And I think that's really important. We, we, we get, we get our, our compassion and our support from other people in our lives. And it's, it's just as valuable. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just as valuable, but there's something about somebody that about getting compassion and having a conversation with somebody that knows what you've been through and has been through it before too and can talk to you about it um, I encourage you to reach out to your bipolar brothers and sisters and if you know anybody else too that has any other mental illness that you can talk to that you've been through similar things reach out to them too talk to them as well talk to them about your symptoms talk to them about what you've been going through let them know um, it's important and it helps. It helps us learn about ourselves. It helps us learn about other people. It helps us see, you know, that like I, like I have said before, no two people with bipolar or no two people with any mental illness will experience it the same. We are all different. We're all unique. And that is not just in our mental illness, but in our personalities. And it's a beautiful thing. All of it. We have to accept it, right? So when we accept that, yes, we have what we have and we're all different and we're all coping different and we're all different people and with different expressions and different kinds of just being, we have to see that we're warriors and that we're fucking beautiful. Oh, that's getting me emotional. <laughs> we are warriors and we are fucking beautiful all of us and so when you're not understood by family by friends by whoever please 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 leverage your bipolar or other mental illness brothers and sisters because they're we are people that show up we're people that show up. And um, I've known people to show up, people that I've spoken to, even when they were dealing with things. So thank you to those people. Thank you to all of you for listening. And um, I just want to talk more. <laughs> but I appreciate you. Please, please, please share this podcast. I want other people to not feel alone and to feel like they have somewhere to go and someone to listen to that, you know, might not always be talking about being down, but isn't afraid to be honest and talk about how I'm feeling. Um, I, I mean, I say that because I've heard some podcasts, um, that have just sounded just, just 
constantly down and um that's not their fault you know they they present how they present um but i think it's important that you present how you present but at the same time you present stuff that can help people as well um and that's why i'm saying black and black and bipolar please check her out antoinette she's amazing um and it's a great podcast but that being said share this podcast share her podcast check it out um please follow like subscribe um and leave me a rating if if you if you would um i would really appreciate your feedback you can always message me on instagram and my dms it's at imbue by krista e-m-b-u-b-i-k-r-i-s-t-a um slide into my dms um if you want to chat or if you need to talk um yeah but that's that i hope everybody's well have a great evening